intimidated by just because you chose this job or this path does not mean you're yeah. stuck to it like yes. life is the longest thing we'll ever do you can change if you want to change you don't feel bad after three months that you decide this just isn't for you leave like you know unless something is tying you like um financial responsibility yeah. and all these different things of course like everyone's life is different and everyone's position is different but if you're truly unhappy and you're able to leave just leave like yeah. you're not stuck Welcome back to the Well Now What podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. Today's episode is the last episode of 2021 that I'll be releasing. Crazy how fast this year has gone. Uh, Earlier, it was a lot slower, but then all of a sudden, I'm like, how is it already December and it's going to be 2022 next year? I just want to give a big thanks to everyone who has listened, whether you're here from the beginning when I first started or you just listened to the last episode, or maybe this is your first episode. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This podcast is a passion project of mine. It is kind of my little safe little haven and safe space where I feel like I can speak freely about anything. And I just really, really appreciate the support. All the episodes that I pushed out this last year have been amazing and I really hope to continue those. And my big goal for the next year is to have some in-person ones. So if I do them, I may have little videos that I might post on Instagram, maybe YouTube. Yeah, so hoping to have a few more in person and in the new year it'll be my birthday so my birthday is january 6th and i'm turning 25. that just sounds disgusting to say like unless you're older you'll be like oh my god you're so young but for me i swear yesterday i was 16. So to be turning 25, yeah, that terrifies me. It's so close to 30. Um, I feel like 25 is my year though. I feel like I have just glown up internally and I'm so excited for it. So I think I'm gonna do an episode of things I learned at, you know, 25 years old. I'm not sure if I'll do 25 things I've learned, but maybe just like a, a recap of things just to also keep for myself so when I can look back and be like oh what was it like at 25 um so I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I just want to say happy holidays to everyone hope you have a good Christmas a good New Year's whatever you celebrate and yeah I hope you like this episode and let's get straight into it I'm joined by Monica Stiglione and Nicole Bento both ladies work for Monday Girl Monica is the editorial director and Nicole is the digital director. And if you haven't heard of Monday Girl, um, it was started by two Toronto ladies, Rachel and Sienna. Um, Monday Girl is the first and largest career platform in Canada for professional women that actually gives you the tools, connections and insider secrets to help you succeed and level up your career. A lot of my listeners know that I love networking and you know growing your career. So I love having two ladies that that's kind of their yeah. niche, their expertise. So I'm excited to get into it. I love the platform that they've built. They also have a podcast that they'll talk about in the community. Um, I have the newsletter. I'm subscribed to the newsletter. So I see it every Monday. So good. Um, So I'm just excited to dive into your career paths and what has led you to Monday Girl. So thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It feels weird to be on the other side of the microphone. (laughs) A great intro. (laughs) Amazing. So why don't we just start with like a little intro just because it is audio so people can kind of figure out who's who, what what, is, what do you do and what are your roles? And then we'll get into a Monday Girl, but mostly talk about like what you do as your like full-time job. Sure, I can start. Um, my name is Monica, I'm 26 years old. Uh, in nine to five, I work in tech sales. So I'm a business developer representative at Salesforce in the healthcare and life science space. I spent a majority of my career in television, um, started my career at Bell Media and really the dream after school was to be on TV. <laughs> 
Um, I shortly realized that that was a little bit more difficult than what I anticipated when I was younger. Took my journalism degree from Western and applied it in production at eTalk. Moved into national television sales at Bell Media, which is where I met lovely Nicole in a pod. <laughs> um, and then moved on into brand partnerships with the company. Um, in COVID, like a lot of other companies, Bell went through a massive restructure, which led me looking for another full-time position, which is why I switched into tech. Um, it's a definitely a huge transition than what I started off my career in. Um, still trying to get used to the role and the fast-paced environment, but Salesforce is an incredible company to uh, teach their employees a lot of like enablement and training. And I can honestly say in like the last seven to eight months, I've never received as much training as I have. So an outbound prospecting, cold calling communication <laughs> queen. So basically on a day-to-day basis, I'm taking out add-on uh, revenue or new business for the company in uh, HLS, which is healthcare and life sciences, like I mentioned before. Um, so about two and a half years ago, when I was working at Bell, I just felt extremely lost, didn't really feel fulfilled in my career. Uh, I mean, like Bell Media was great, but like I just didn't really <laughs> feel, I, I felt like I was missing my community. Um, at Western, I was a part of so many extracurriculars, and I felt like I had my group of uh, women there, whether it be professionally or personally. Um, so came to the city and was feeling quite lost and I connected with Isiana, who I met at Western very briefly, but like was not close to her at all. And she asked me to start participating um, in some of editorial content for Monday Girl. So I founded like the blog and we started um, just doing like random articles here and there. Like it was very consistent. And then Rachel and Isiana came to me and said that they wanted to start a newsletter, but they needed someone to lead it. Um, so I did that. I created the newsletter, which was originally on a monthly cadence back in the day. And it turned to like bi-weekly and now we're weekly. Um, so I'm the editorial director of Monday Girl. Since then, the company has grown so much. And Nicole and I are now part of leadership um, in Monday Girl. We are also obviously um, host TJM podcast, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, so since two and a half years ago, a lot has changed. But uh, yes, I am the editorial director of Monday Girl and also one of the podcast hosts. Um, and I am the other podcast host. Um, so my name is Nicole. Also 26, originally from the Caribbean. I moved here when I was 18, um, where I got my marketing degree from university formerly known as Ryerson. Um, I then, after university, went and started working at Bell Media in national television sales, which is where I met Monica. Um, similarly, I would say our role at Bell wasn't very creative. Um, and I think me personally, I know she was as well. We were both looking for some creative outlet like something to do on the side so that's when I started she pulled me in yeah and yeah (laughs) and I think as well I along with the creativity being stifled I think I wasn't able to grow a network um being from a different country I think in university you always hear people connecting about what school they've been to and their mutual friends and I just couldn't I couldn't connect on that level Um, so it was a great way to do that Um, after Belle ended up moving to my current job where I am a business analyst in the financial crimes unit for one of the big five major Canadian banks. Um, There as well, I don't feel like I'm super creative, so I'm still really grateful to be a part of Monday Girl um, as their digital director. Yeah, that's my title. And and, 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 (laughs) and co-host. And co-host of of TGM Podcast. I'm in your DMs. (laughs) Like a very small amount to upwards Mm. of we're close to what 11k now yeah no 11k um, yeah, yeah so since i started it's been doubling 
in yeah in our following so it's really exciting to see it grow um and yeah it's just everything I think in COVID as well we started the podcast we started um Monday Girl as a brand we did the um social club Mm -hmm. having to be in COVID and switch completely to a digital platform has been challenging in itself but also really exciting it feels like we're entering a whole new chapter of of Monday Girl Amazing. So your roles are quite different. That seems like it's a lot. How do you balance that? And also, do you recommend for others to kind of have those passion projects? But it doesn't seem like this is a project anymore. This is a full-time like job. This is a full business. So how do you balance that all? Yeah. So for myself, I can go really quickly Mm -hmm. first. Um, My other roles weren't as demanding in the sense of like, of course, it's still, I had a schedule and it was still quite busy, but I was able to balance it too and kind of like I guess, do Monday girl work in between like my other um, responsibilities. Currently right now, my nine to five is way too demanding. Like I can't do anything um, like even in little breaks. I try and sometimes do stuff on my lunch break, but right now it's primarily six to 9 a.m. in the morning when I do Monday girl work and then at nighttime. I'm the opposite of her. I like morning. So I would rather just like bang out literally six hours of work and three hours really quickly before work. It's just when I work the, um, the best. Um, but I know she works late night. Yeah. I like, I'm more productive between 10 and one and then afterwards at like seven 30 to 10. Um, so my hours are weird, but I think, um, to your question of how do you balance it? Mm -hmm. One passion projects, in my opinion, and I feel like Monica's the same way. They're really important just to keep like sanity. Yeah. Keep sanity and like, keep your, your cup full. Um, finding something that energizes you, but also to be able in Monica's point that she doesn't have as much free time because of her demanding nine to five. I think it's really important to find a team that you can lean on and people that are really supportive. Um, And I think it's also great that even though we don't work the same hours, we're kind of able to cover the whole clock. Um, So if she isn't able to do my time, she can do her own. And it's kind of like all encompassing really. Yeah. I think you have to find a team that like she mentioned has different skills that you can fill like, and one you guys come together, it all meshes well. And also the support, um, because I think we've all had our pockets this year, specifically me in the last couple months, like I've been really fucking burned out if I'm going to be completely honest. And, um, she like Nicole has like helped me so much. You see Anna, Rachel, like we do our, our weekly updates with just like what's going on in our weeks. And, um, yeah, just but we're very quite very honest about like our mental wellness and it's something that's definitely been a priority and something that I think we all have now realized that we need to take like our mental wellness days. We all kind of say it like, you know, yeah. once every, it should be more often. Mine was last was, week. Yeah. I think we had a remembrance day because the bank is closed. Right. Um, so I told the team like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm off. Yeah. Like I'll do everything beforehand and I'll, you know, prepare for the break, but please don't message me. It's hard though, because <laughs> because it's like a side business obviously you're it's constantly going and, and startup mentality as well yeah for yes. something that like something that's hard for me at least is because I do my work during the day and I really do try and like turn off everything by at least like eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night just because then I won't sleep and stuff and then I'm going off like I don't stop so but like she, we use our we use Slack to communicate and like Nicole, I love you, but <laughs> so annoying. On the weekends, so like, annoying. <laughs> which is fine because it's, yeah. it's somewhere to like collect or think. But like, even if my notifications are off, if I see a notification, and this is a me issue, mm-hmm. I'll go into it. Yeah. But I should just like ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been kind of hard. And then obviously, Instagram is kind of like a weird platform where it like 
intertwines your personal, your personal life. Yeah. life. So I feel like that also sometimes it's hard. It's like blurred lines, but mm-hmm. we get through it. Yes. We're pushing. We're yeah. fighting the good fight. Yeah. And how do you kind of like, for me, if I'm working on something that I'm really passionate about, so the podcast, for example, it's very much a side thing. And how do you kind of switch your brain to like turn off Monday girl to get into your, you know, your nine to five? We don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say switching to Monday girl, like when we record initially, I'll be honest, like if we have, like, we usually do back-to-back recordings where it's like three hours after work, after a long day. And now that it's, you know, pitch black here in Toronto at 4 p.m., mm-hmm. it takes a lot yeah. of motivation to actually yes. do it. But then when we start talking to our guests, it's like, oh my God, okay, this is why I'm doing this. Like, it's like, the, there's mm-hmm. a feeling inside of you. Now, in my nine to five, it's harder <laughs> to do that. I think at least, like, especially when we have all these exciting brand partnerships going on with Monday Girl and all these events that we're planning for Social Club and so many things that are happening uh, coming into the new year. Um, so it's a little bit harder to switch that way. But I think that's pretty common with someone who has a side business yeah. that they're passionate about. Obviously, everyone's passionate about their corporate job, but only to an extent, right? It's not mm-hmm. your baby. So, And with, with corporate, some of the corporate jobs that you've worked with, are they like, supportive of the side passions or you know I've worked with some where they you know they're uncomfortable with it especially when I first yeah. started the podcast I'm not I don't work for corporate anymore I'm very much in yeah. like a YouTuber influencer so he's always like very supportive but just yeah. curious to know what it's like for you guys I for me per yeah so for me personally um like I can't mention my employer on things like this um not because I want to you know put them in a bad light or anything I think it's just to be able to talk about my job separately from myself and not saying my personal beliefs are their beliefs. It's kind of just splitting the two. And I think that's also like a liability issue. And, but to be able to do this, I had to sign like a 15 page, like declaration form as a non not a non-compete. What's it called? It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah, Um, so I couldn't do anything without, um, you know, signing off. But my boss is really, when I told him I wanted to do the podcast, he was like, that's amazing. Like very, very encouraging. So I would say when it comes to corporate letting you do things on the side, it is all very manager dependent. Yeah. I think it's manager dependent. And also um, like my company and my manager was actually a, um, a Monday girl, like before I joined, which was really, really cool. That came full circle, like in our interview process, she's super supportive. She listens to my podcast all the time, which is so nice. And like, a lot of my team also supports, which is great. I think it's a little bit different in tech. I feel like a lot of people do have a side, um, either side business, side consulting business. Like I know a lot of people from my company have uh, side consulting businesses as well. Obviously you have to represent the brand in a good way, but I think that's, that goes hand in hand, right? Um, you should have that trust regardless. So yeah, all supportive over here. Not too bad. I also think it's like normal for people to now have more than one income stream. Like I feel like back in the day, um, I feel like people jumping around was kind of like looked down on in your resume yeah. and mm. like that's completely changed. But I think it's the same thing that back in the day to have a side job, like wasn't as normal as having, yeah. you know, two, maybe even three side businesses. And also I think if you're doing your job, right. So like Monday girl never gets in the way of our corporate job. Right. Like, so like yeah. you have to stay true to that. You can't be like we're not doing your responsibilities or not fulfilling your responsibilities in your day job. And, you know, cause then that's when it becomes an issue, I think. Um, but a lot of people do, it's really hard to balance. So I get why that would be an issue for some people. Right. Yeah. And speaking about the different jobs that you both have had working at large companies like Bell and Salesforce, did you guys get those 
positions from networking or through, you know, your resume or Monday girl and kind of how did you um, build those networking skills? I can personally say for both jobs, I got through networking. It was just who you knew. Okay. And are you guys both natural, you know, like outspoken people able to network? So for, yeah. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead on there. I, so, okay, wait, pause though. (laughs) I'm not, I, she's not, she's more quiet, but she's hilarious. No, she's hilarious. And she is, she's like an introvert, but like extra, I don't know. She's like in a blend of whatever. Yes. I would consider myself an outgoing person. However, um, when I moved to Toronto, I felt as though, like I mentioned, like I didn't know anyone. So I was super shy. Like I didn't, super scared for job interviews, super scared to even like put myself out there. Um, but then I constantly just like push myself to get out of my comfort zone. Even though I'm an outgoing person, I feel like I get anxious when I'm trying to sell myself. So in COVID through Bell, like, again, it was all about networking. Like I reached out to have a mentor within the company who ultimately like offered me a position later on in a promotion. And then when I was leaving Bell, I was like, ask her, like literally cold calling people on a weekly basis. Like that was like the most it was like a very stressful time period in my life where like, I just like wanted a job so badly and I wanted to break into tech and all these things. And like, nothing was working and I was dedicating so many hours to it. It And I, yeah, but I would say that the best, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because now I feel like every time I do interview for a new role or I have to like um, introduce myself to someone, I know what I have to do to prepare. And um, it's like a good skill moving forward, I guess. Like, um, it's not easy though. So you have to, you have to practice. And, and again, like it was a whole different way of connecting, right? Because before it was like networking events. And to be honest, like I never felt comfortable with those. And that was one of the reasons why uh, Rachel and Sienna founded Monday Girl was because it just sucked for women to, to go to these networking events and to put themselves out there. I personally didn't really do a lot of that in Toronto because I just like didn't feel comfortable to go to begin with. But I, on the flip side of that, I did a lot of virtual networking. So yeah, I think I'm the complete opposite. Like I would not consider myself outgoing. I would say I'm very, very introverted. And then I also think I have a lot of social anxiety on top of that. Mm-hmm. So for me to like move to a new country and then have to basically meet people to find a job, it was like my worst nightmare. I just like didn't want to mm-hmm. didn't want to be a part of this. Um, and then also when I was making friends in university, you can't look for jobs out of university through the people you went to university with. Like everyone's kind of in the same boat, like in the same race, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense, Um, which is part of the why I joined Monday Girl. But yeah, I think the more that I've been a part of this and like having to put myself out there is the more I feel like I've been better at it. I still get really nervous, but at least I do it. Right. Yeah. So with, do you want, do you guys mind giving a little pitch of what the social club is specifically in Monday Girl? So if there's any ladies that want to like network and, you know, grow their career journey and network. Yeah. So what, what is the social club? So think of it like you're fresh out of university or fresh out of, you know, being let go. You don't have a job or you're in a job where it's not fulfilling to you. And you're like, okay, where do I go from here? And then just picture Monday Girl Social Club just giving you all the resources and every tool that you need to make that next step. That's basically what it is. So it's an exclusive membership. You have access to an exclusive Slack channel where there's different channels based on industry, based on certain announcements, events. We host um, tailored tastemaker series uh, depending on um, your industry. There could be different workshops that you're looking for this month. We just did like a recruiting one. 
We did an investing workshop in 2022. There's a lot of exciting things to come, which we can't really say, but you have to join to become a member to find out all the announcements. Um, and there's also different uh, templates and resources and tools in our library. So there's different courses to help you progress your career, as well as resume templates, one-on-one -on -one mentorship uh, with industry leaders across the board in Canada. Like we have some incredible mentors from companies such as Instacart, Microsoft, what else? Well simple. Well simple. Yeah. It's like such an incredible group of women. Um, and really it's it's to make networking better for women. <laughs> or not even just networking, just to help uh progress your career in the best way possible. Whatever that means, like whatever that means to you, right? Because everyone's career progression is so different and everyone takes a very different path. Um, but there's a nice variety in social club that you're able to have access to. Yeah, yeah, it's like not even networking anymore. It's like it's 2021. Like yeah. we need to do better. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also there's this anxiety about okay, how do I write a how do I write a resume? Okay, let me go on Google. And then Google is this like black hole of a trillion different. Yes. Yeah, so overwhelming. So the point of my, of Social Club as well is to just have that one place so you can find your resume template. You can find um workshops on how to do an interview like all of these things in one place so it saves you all of that feeling of overwhelm and that anxiety and just you know consolidates all the information that we all wish we had coming out of university or wish we had when we were pivoting careers or even you can do it when you're already in your career and just looking mm -hmm. to be a better person a better employee maybe start that side business anything like that it's also a great uh, place for you to, whether you are starting your passion project or your side business, a way to promote that, seek out advice. Uh, we have a feature on our Slack channel to post like anonymous uh, Slack messages. Okay. So if you're just looking for even advice like at work or something that you don't really feel comfortable putting your um, name out there, you're able to ask the questions that you need to get the um, advice that you need to move forward. So a lot of different aspects, but overarching, just like the tools and resources to help you out with your career. Yeah. And I love the variety because I don't know about you guys, but in my program and business, we had like a little bit of networking events, but yeah. it was kind of, for us, it was very specific to industries. Like it was kind of just like accounting yeah. or finance. There was nothing really else. And I remember even like yeah. our marketing class was very old school. We didn't talk about online marketing or influencer marketing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the programs are in Canada they're really dating and outdated. And when it comes to networking, there's just not enough information out there or it's just, yeah, it's just really outdated. And like, they'll show you how to make a LinkedIn, but like actually making those connections and finding the right people um, is really hard. So that's why I love Monday Girl. And I know there's a lot of girls that, you know, that come about what's kind of the main problem or what, where, where do they seek help with the most in terms of their career? Um, I would say, I would say two things. So hmm. one 80% of jobs are filled by networking, but the problem is it's really hard to network as yeah. women, yes. right? Whether that's in virtual, in person or not. Mm -hmm. So I think being able to seek out meaningful connections that will actually give you, um, whether it's like, a, you know, open the door for you to actually get your dream job or connect you with someone who can potentially help you land that job down in the future. I think that would be, for from my perspective, probably one of the biggest problems that's like solved through through Monday Girl Social Club. And another thing, and just like what if what we've heard in the last little bit is definitely the mentorship, being yes. able to be open and honest and transparent with people who have been through it, um, who have been through you know the countless like cold calling or LinkedIn requests, applying to countless jobs that aren't going anywhere, 
and to have that real-time advice I think is extremely important. And I think that's also what makes the social club so valuable is that it is such a range of people. It's people that are new grads, people that are still in university, people that are one to two years out kind of in their first job but don't know where to go after that. And you have people that are fully seasoned in their career and then you have um, people who are further along but wanting to make a change you have small business owners like there are just so many people with really 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 great advice and just wanting to help others get to where they want to be mm-hmm. and w- now with like networking and just meetings they're all online so how does mm-hmm. one person kind of stand out and leave a lasting impression because you know when you're in person there's that connection yeah. that everything is on screen and you're meeting so many different people so how do you stand out and leave a lasting impression I have a great, I have a great story. This is um social club specific. Is that part of your question or is it just on in the broader scheme of things? Broader scheme of things. It can involve social club if you'd like. I would, if you have another story after this, feel free. Yeah. Um, so recently in social club, um, if you join, you have to do your intros, mm-hmm. um, long intro about like where you're from, what are you interested in? What's your morning routine? Just little things like that to get people talking and, and feeling the connection. Um, one girl in social club said that she was, currently in an industry that I'm interested in. So I reached out to her. We had like a 10 minute conversation. She gave me some advice on how to break into that industry if I decided to do that. Fast forward, I would say five months later, she was really, really great. And we kind of talked on Slack a little bit as well because conversations kind of happen organically on on the social club Slack. Mm -hmm. Um, So we would talk here and there. And she messaged me now like six, five or six months later from our conversation. And she's like, by the way, um, based on our conversation, I saw X job for you. You should apply to this. By the way, how's this going? Also, have you considered this industry? I just thought about it. Mm. So I would say be constant in your engagement. It's just not a one-off thing, not when you need a job. Just constantly show up, constantly, you know, engage and and build those connections. Um, That story was specific to the Slack group. But I think that could be said for social in general, social media, but also LinkedIn show up be constant and then when you have those constant connections if you actually have like a virtual meeting um some tips and we had a few we had a workshop or was it a clubhouse it was a clubhouse chat with glaze martellano um one of the facebook recruiters she was on the tjm podcast a couple of months ago um and some easy tips in terms of like actual video conversations would be to have a soft smile to come prepared show up like you would an in-person meeting like don't like think of it as just like another zoom meeting, like really take it seriously. Um, be able to try and make eye contact as best as possible with your camera, try and be in a well-lit area, uh, ensure that you're not typing in between, or if you are taking notes to let them know, to make sure that you're being attentive, Mm -hmm. um, and body language is everything. So if you're slouching, like even just like putting, having a soft smile and, you know, opening up your back and sorry, opening up your chest and holding up a posture it will come forward when you're actually presenting. Um, and then things to calm anxiety, just because like, I'll be honest, I think in COVID specifically, my anxiety has gotten really bad. Um, one of my friends gave me a tip to take a deep breath in between, like draw around your fingers and take a yes. deep breath every single time you go down. Um, and that's something that's helpful. And then also just to kind of do like um, voice exercises before you actually go on camera. I've had important meetings at like 9am before where you don't speak in the morning and then you go to have an important call with someone that you're networking with or, or potentially, you know, working for their company. Right. Just don't come out. Right. So make sure you're like either singing, I don't know, say the alphabet a couple of times. I do that. Yeah. I'll say the alphabet. if like, I just feel like I'm stumbling on my words. Yes. Um, but little tips like that will help a virtual meeting 
actually resonate with someone. Okay. Yeah. Those are really good tips. And for a lot of my listeners are, you know, they're either fresh grads or they are kind of in that well, now what moment, sometimes they know what industry they want to go into, but like, how do you start? How do you kind of start to just kind of grow your career? I feel like there's, I know for me initially, maybe before starting the podcast, I felt like there were so many different avenues specifically into marketing that I was like, Oh, I love this. I love social media, but there was just so much going on. So do you have any kind of general advice on how you can kind of get started without getting so overwhelmed by the plethora of information out there? Find somebody to speak to in each avenue that you're interested in Mm -hmm. and have an honest conversation about salary expectations. What does their day-to-day look like? What does your trajectory, if you were to start, you know, junior, what does that look like? How long would it take to be senior? Things like that. Um, That has really helped me narrow down what I want to do next. Um, Hi friends. If you like this episode, subscribe, leave a review on Apple podcast and follow me on Instagram at well now with podcast. Let's get back to the interview. Uh, yeah, I would just definitely talk to people. Cause I feel like in school, they, at least for what I took in school, it's like, oh, you have to do this, this, and this, and this is the only path it kind of, and I, I got super pigeonholed like with journalism, even though there's a lot of different ways, there's a lot of different careers in journalism. One thing that kind of stood out to me is how difficult it was to land a full-time job and a good, a well-paying job in the industry. And I wish I knew that before. Cause I, I wish I took like a business degree or something else that I could apply to many different industries, even though I had a passion for writing, it's almost like, I wish someone was there to tell me that (laughs) to be like, Mm -hmm. at least minor in something or take this X additional course to have some background in it. I mean, you can always, it's how you tell your story. In my opinion, after school, like it doesn't matter what your past experience is in, in school. It's how you translate those skills into what you're bringing. That's someone that was advice that someone gave me when applying to Salesforce. And it's so true. I didn't have technical, like hardcore uh, sales skills, even though I came from media sales, it was a little bit different. And it was just all about how I told my story to position myself as the best candidate. Cause a lot of employers nowadays, and we're very thankful for this, even though they, you know, write two to three years of X amount of experience on the job posting once you get your in and usually again it's through a connection mm-hmm. it's all about how you sell yourself yeah. it doesn't right. matter what you've done in the past right it's right. how you tell your story like i just said and um yeah i would say another piece of advice as well is don't be intimidated by just because you chose this job or this path does not mean yeah. you're stuck to it like yes. life is the longest thing we'll ever do you can change if you want to change you don't feel bad after three months that you decide this just isn't for you. Leave. Like, you know, unless something is tying you like um, financial responsibility yeah. and all these different things, of course, like everyone's life is different and everyone's position is different. But if you're truly unhappy and you're able to leave, just leave. Like yeah. You're not stuck. Um, and I would say just get past these mental blocks. And if you see a job and it looks too senior, apply anyway. It's, yeah. the, it's the company's responsibility to see if you're qualified, not your your job so just apply yeah yeah and on my podcast I speak a lot about imposter syndrome and I know being young grads in your 20s and you feel like you just don't have enough experience you're not you know like they won't even consider you so how do you do you guys still deal with that and how do you navigate that or any (laughs) advice like even if you're well established in your role and you guys are you know in the leadership in in the Monday Girl which is an amazing platform but how do you kind of overcome that and but also like uh, imposter syndrome can kind of be good maybe you're you're checking in with yourself and but yeah how do you kind of get over that you go okay well I would (laughs) say 
from the Monday girl space, I think we're pretty good at calling each other out on it. So like, let's say sometimes we message each other and say, I think this might be a good idea. And yes. somebody else will say, no, that is a good idea. Don't say you think. Right. So I think yeah. having people around you that call you out on your shit and yeah. say, don't second guess yourself, just do it. Mm-hmm. In terms of in the corporate side on my nine to five, I think it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to be and to show up like that. Um, I keep trying to reframe it as I don't know what I'm doing to, oh, it's okay. I'll figure it out and like reframe those kind of negative, negative thoughts, but I'm still very guilty of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I also feel like both our industries are very, still very male dominated. So I catch myself throughout the day, even though I know I'm more than capable to do my job and then some, there's sometimes there are some conversations that you have with colleagues that you're like, oh, it, like, am I, it, you just second guess yourself. And I, I think it's just having like your work wife or someone to lean on to actually be able to like fire these thoughts and, and comments out. Like I'll, I don't even ask how many times I call her <laughs> either with like some, like a grievance or something that I'm dealing with at work that I just need to vent about, or I need a second opinion to be like, okay, am, am I wrong? Are they like, mm-hmm. this is, this is bothering me is like, you know what I mean? Just to like mm-hmm. talk it through. Um, cause I think it's something that everyone works on and it's a constantly, it's something that you constantly have to work on as well. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Speaking about the podcast though, do you guys want to talk about it and how has sure. it been, you know, releasing the last few episodes? Cause obviously I love podcasts. So tell me all. Yeah. So, um, the podcast has been something that has been on the Monday girl to-do list for so many years, Yes. Uh, but we just wanted to make sure that we did it right. Yeah. Because especially now that there's so many podcasts out there, we really wanted to make sure that a, um, our listeners could take something away from every single episode. It would be very tailored to the brand. The, um, guests that we had would have on the podcast would be, you know, um, friends or connections of Monday girls that would be lasting relationships. And also that could tell different stories, like not the same story over and over again. So Nicole and I always just, I, I was going to start it like a couple, like a year and a bit ago. She always was like, no, I can't, I would never know. Nah, 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 Cause she's like a little bit more introverted. Yes. But I said to her, like our banter is just like what everyone notices. Like even yes. our old boss, shout out to Sean Clark. Yo, we give him way too much air time, but <laughs> he would always be like you too, because like, we were just like, back and forth in in our pod, it would just like flow. Yeah. So I said to her, I was like, I can't imagine having a podcast with any other person but you because we feed off each other. And Mm -hmm. I was like, please, like, is there anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then finally, um, we launched it this year. Uh and it's been great. Obviously, we would love to have our guests like in person and record, but it also gives opportunity to be able to record with people in like California. Um, New York, wherever they are in the world, it's nice. You know, you're in Vancouver. We're still recording, which is so nice. <laughs> um, so it's, we're able to have those conversations. Um, and the whole de- idea behind TGIM is to really get authentic stories from our guests. Mm-hmm. So everyone has a different background. Everyone has a different morning routine. We love a good TGIM morning routine. Ours are very different. Our guests are very different. It's interesting to kind of get a sneak peek into someone's life to show, you know, what they correlate their success to, whether it's like having going for a walk in the morning or mm-hmm. literally rolling out of bed and making a coffee. Like some, it just depends like what everyone is used to. Um, and our episodes are very short. They're about like 25 to 30 minutes back. Some of them are a little bit longer than that, but not usually. Um, and we get right to the point. Like it's all about different uh, career paths, different mm-hmm. uh, experiences. And there's always something to take away from the episodes. Yeah. The idea is to listen to it like 
during your morning routine to mm-hmm. try and get you amped up for the day and to try and take something valuable from it that maybe you can apply to your life or to what's happening for you. And from the feedback that we've gotten so far, we've heard it's, it's going No, I good. love the podcast. I've listened to a few episodes already and I love awesome. it. Awesome. The banter is very good. So don't, yeah, I, you, I'm really glad that you guys did it together. Like it's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. She calls me out my bullshit sometimes. So <laughs> it's fine. It's important. Yeah. So where do you guys hope to kind of see your role specifically with Monday girl? Do you hope to, yeah, do more podcasts? Seven years. Tell me. Um, <laughs> okay. We hope if Mariana Hewitt is listening, we want her on the podcast, <laughs> her and Melissa would help. Those are our two, yes. my two dreams and Lauren Bostick. Those are my three dreams and Lauren, so many yeah. more. I yeah. love Lauren so much. Yeah. Podcast. I hope to, we, I mean, we hope to grow it and be able to interview people across the world, I think mm-hmm. would be great. Um, for Monday girl itself, we would love to s- be able to connect women across the world. Uh, and to grow Social Cup to be an incredible place where where women continue to make meaningful connections and women continue to progress their careers in a comfortable way and in a way that excites them. Um, hopefully now that COVID is slowly coming down and our life is slowly re- resuming to normal, we'll be able to host great events for our members and be able to you know, uh, allow them to meet in person, which would be great. And like pop-ups around different cities around Vancouver, the world. Yeah. Montreal. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. think we, we definitely want to try and make Social Club, Monday Girl is a brand, obviously, but Social Club itself to be that first thing when you're just getting out of university, I need to mm-hmm. be a part of this. I need to start my network mm-hmm. and not try and force yourself um, to do the cause, traditional ways. Yeah, like yeah. cause yourself so much anxiety about, I don't know where to start. What, what am I supposed to do? Um, kind of like, well, now what, you mm-hmm. know, um, it, the now what question, the answer is social club. Just start there. You've got all the tools that you need that they're not teaching you in school and you can just get started. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I was hoping to end the episode with a few rapid fire questions. Sure. Oh, Hit it. oh my God. And okay. the sweat starts. <laughs> the sweating is started. Okay. We'll start easy. <laughs> what is your favorite podcast to listen to? Oh my god, it's getting confidential. Yeah, yeah. about both your answers. Kind of no, I. Eh, you're too too slow. Next. Uh, TGM podcast. TGM. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, what is kind of your bet? Your favorite like productivity tool of like an app or some sort? Trello. Trello. Okay. When you're on when you're when you're on Instagram, are you likely to look at stories or scroll through the feed or go on the like, stories? stories. <laughs> I love stories. Yes, I feel like I don't. I rarely scroll anymore. It's all stories. Yeah, stories. I only feel like it's ads. Like you yeah. go through and it's just sponsored, sponsored. Yeah, it's scrolling. Yeah. Um, what was your morning routine this morning? Okay, well, I had a really stressful morning mm-hmm. and meeting, so I woke up, put on my cozy Christmas jazz music, <laughs> read a chapter of Mark Benioff's book did some like light yoga because I'm kind of, I have a cold and then, uh, drank my lemon water, my coffee and had a really important meeting. And this to her is like, I didn't get it all done. That's no, like- but I need to. Otherwise I'm, oh, and I meditated. Wow. Oh, okay. That's, that's a big no, 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 no. But this is okay. because I'm really freaking anxious and I have, okay. I have chaotic. She, she describes my energy right now as chaotic energy times okay. like a thousand. Got that's it. why. Okay. Okay. Normally is not this good, but okay. it's the season, so we're doing what we're doing. Yes. Um, I woke up, I chugged water. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, I actually did Melissa Wood Pilates. Nice. Mm-hmm. Shocks, I know. Um, and then I ate breakfast. <laughs> Woo! That's she got a meal. 
Yesterday she only ate a prune all day, so that's good. No, actually ate today. Oh man! Usually it's get out of bed, have mm-hmm. coffee, and then hope for the best. But this this time, I think it's, everything's getting darker, so I have to make a routine, or else I will like slide into a deep depression. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is your drink of choice? One alcoholic, yeah. and then oh. one not <laughs> no, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Uh, rosés like Miraval is like probably my favorite hard liquor tequila yeah. non-alcoholic would be golden hour I love golden hour Toronto brand yeah um I would say alcoholic is a rum and ginger ale and then a non-alcoholic is a mocha ginger ale <laughs> ginger ale ginger ale not ale ginger ale I say ginger ale I don't know. I don't know. Um, if your life was a movie, what genre would it be and who would play you? <laughs> Romantic comedy, obviously. <laughs> Rom com all the way. You would be mystery. I would be a documentary. No, it'd be mystery. She, she's obsessed with mystery. Oh, like investigative. Yeah. Mystery. Okay. Yeah, okay. She's well, a, if you be... ever need any information on your ex's ex's ex, yes. you can find it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And who would play you, or who would you want to play you? Oh my God, this is a hard question. I don't oh know. <laughs> you would be Mila Kunis. You have the same like funny energy as her. Wow. Yeah. I'm never gonna forget you said that. Okay. And who <laughs> would I be? Um, you can name someone really Joshmo. No, not Joshmo. I would say, um, character aside, like the plot of the movie aside, just personality and stuff. Yeah. Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman. Ooh. Oh damn. Okay. I t- very like. Okay, not in that like, movie though. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what's something that's missing in your life right now? Don't mind me. Hers is the ocean. Oh, the God. ocean. Yeah. 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 Like being home. I she has like a beautiful home. home. Yeah. Warm. Are you? Um, oh, you're from the Caribbean, obviously. Yeah. 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 Yes. I would say honestly, this is going to sound so lame. I'm probably going to get heat for this, but like a partner. I think I'm ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, like mm-hmm. a real partner, not just like a, a, a boyfriend or a yes. fling. Like I'm fine, I'm fine to be on my own, but I'm ready to make memories with someone and actually have um someone in my life. I think. Yeah, yeah, raw. Thank you for being honest. Yeah, and going off <laughs> of that, what's if you can think off the top of your head, what's kind of yeah. the worst date you've been on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how? Which one? Which one? Okay, um, from this year. Or all years. I don't know if Vancouver men are like this, but I am going to say those because you all listen to this like mm-hmm. podcast. But I planned my first date in like three and a half months last Saturday, mm-hmm. and I've been really busy. I was actually really excited to go on stay with this person, mm-hmm. and he bailed the day out. So I have little hope. Oh God! For Toronto dating, my worst date though, I've honestly had a really bad experience the last six months. So I don't Toronto think this. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah, ordered asparagus on the date he's a really nice guy though but it's just, it's just really bad he ordered asparagus on the date told me he didn't eat cheese and then I just have to like sit there and eat I obviously was still starving so I had yes. like some mac and cheese it was just like so awkward um, like who orders asparagus as a just, man as a just, man just, just as asparagus a no yeah, as red a flag. Like, he barely red ate flag. it and it's such a red flag he barely <laughs> ate it and I was like I feel uncomfortable but I'm, but I'm starving and I want to eat this pasta like it was so yeah he's also had bad yeah go ahead okay Okay. Um, she's also had dates that like things are going well, and then she talks about like her ambitions and like oh, having yeah. a nice time. Oh a nice yeah, little. that and, was way worse actually. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, it's a red flag. Like 
if you work too hard, I don't like that. Yeah, I was and seeing was someone. Like, I was seeing someone who actually I thought had potential, and yeah, then no, he, no, he said no. that I I was looking at Monday Monday girl stuff after work, and mm-hmm. I was responding to emails when we were driving, and he said uh, that do you ever turn off your phone and like do you ever balance there's more to life and I was just like eh. I, yeah if yeah. someone can't recognize how hard you work exactly and, like, not the person for you yeah yeah not, not the person yeah we this can go on so yeah. oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be a whole other episode I was she gonna say I was gonna say I my doctor I, fell through it all yeah I've I've done episodes like worst date stories with some of my best yeah. friends and we read them through so if I if I need more I'll go to you guys come to me I'll come I'll to you me. yeah yeah. Um, great. Two more, two more questions. Okay. Um, give a compliment to each other. Oh my God. I, I love her hair so much. Yeah. She's also very raw and honest, which I sometimes hate, but I like her hair. Oh, we got her <laughs> first bite recently. Yeah. That's two weeks ago. I she's very detail oriented, but not in like a resume way, like in an everything way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good to have like as a friend, as a business partner, as mm-hmm. like in life, it's good to have some fun. Cause I'm not, so it's more of the yin and yang. <laughs> totally, totally. Thanks, um, and then last question, um, who are the three most influential people in your life right now? Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Influentials <laughs> or like supportive or like all of it? All of it. Kind of all oh of it. They don't have to be like the most important you see every day, but this is like they have a lot of influence in your life. Okay. My, my nana okay, is one yeah. of them. Let's go back and forth. My nana is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say like my partner. So my boyfriend is like very, he's a Monday boy, very supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, Second person would be my big brother, Michael. He's like literally my mentor, life coach, therapist, everything, Mm -hmm. and brother. (laughs) I would say one of my, I would say one of my best friends from back home, but she lives in England. She's always, yeah. Um, And then third, oh, third isn't be hard. I would honestly say kind of like Loki you. That's not, that's not, that's not going to like, that's not just a plug. It's like, she's yes. literally with work, personal, everything. Like she's there for me for everything. So um, I think it's also like nice. finances, she's like, no, I'm just like, she's a work wife, but also a friend. And we have a very trusted relationship where we can talk about anything and there's like no judgment, but she's also super honest. So definitely it's, would be it's one of It's also nice to have somebody in your life that gets like all of it. Yeah. So, it's like you have your nine to five friends and you have your like maybe you don't have a side hustle friend like you might just be like going it alone like yeah no one really understands the hustle but to have someone that understands both i think is pretty rare and then still have a friendship on the side like yeah, yeah. Make time for a friendship like yeah amazing well thank you so much both both of you i was lovely chatting with you can you plug in maybe yourselves i'll put all the monday girl okay. links but like if you keep awesome. on june follow you let let them know Yep. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Mon Scaglioni, Skag Leone. That's how you pronounce it. Um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn if you mm-hmm. want some professional advice. Obviously, um, partnerships at mondaygirl.ca if you want to partner with Monday Girl and at Monday Girl CEO. Follow us on Spotify. Our podcast is TJM Podcast. Um, and then if you want to sign up for Social Club, mondaygirl.ca. Thank you so much for listening. And again, happy holidays. Um, I will be posting in the new year, probably a solo episode. Um, But thanks for supporting and I hope you have a nice break.